You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, everybody? What's up, folks? This is Manny Oso. And I'm Nikki Trends. And welcome back to Bubble Bath Stories. Yay. And guess what? Today, we're reviewing another documentary. Another one. Yes, another and documentary. another one. That's right. If you have Amazon Prime, you need to check out Lou La Rich. Okay, it's based off of the comp that legging company, Lou La Rue. Okay, I do remember hearing Lula about Ro? that. Sorry, Lou La Rue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lou La Rue. Lou La That shit is. Anyway, you guys know what we're talking about. You know, like when you're at your friend's house and then somebody shows up with that clothing rack full of leggings that are all different colors and shapes and stuff? Yes. That's that. Yes. So I'm sure once upon a time, you've seen it on your Facebook Live page. I've been at the house where it happens. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I've seen people show up. Is it like, how is it? It's just awkward. It's like, you think to yourself, like, um, am I supposed to buy something? I didn't bring cash. Do you guys only take cash? Fuck. They take Apple Pay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's a, it was this brand that was started by this married couple. Uh, This lady was selling skirts and such and dresses out of her trunk. And eventually, you know, she turned it into a business where she allowed other women who were stay-at-home moms kind of buy clothes from her wholesale and have them sell it making them retailers like in their stores and stuff like that yeah and so eventually the company grew huge i mean they had a hundred thousand retailers which is basically people who buy the packages of clothing and sell to people well um when while you watch the documentary they actually give you a running tally of how many retailers they have yeah. and how many people that were working for the company as um, some of these folks while the story's going along. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty crazy when you see the number like go from two digits to three to seven digits. Oh my god. It was but I mean the company what happened was the company grew faster than it expected and way more than it could handle. And so they were doing a lot of shady Way shit. more they can handle. I don't know about faster than expected. Interesting. Because companies like these always expect we're going to get a lot of people. Really? Yeah, definitely. And it's oh, and they can never handle it, too. So um, so it turns out that it's uh, um, MLM, multi-level marketing mm-hmm. pyramid. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, cause I only say that because, I mean... A, period, a pyramid it, scheme. It was a pyramid scheme. All, man, all scams, your point, the point of it is to get as much as you can out of it. Then, <laughs> you know, that you can. So, as the documentary goes along, though... Yeah. It talk about how the quality of the clothing was terrible, mm-hmm. how designs were taken stri- like straight off of Google... Like how they definitely explain how they overworked people, the people working and doing the actual legwork of getting the name of the company out were were women. being scammed out of their money, were being um, compelled to to spend more money, yep. more money 
um, as if they were investing in themselves. Right, and then really, they were just digging into more debt. So a lot of the people who were a part of LuLaRoe were, as they explained it, white women, stay-at-home moms, Mm -hmm. um, people in terrible financial situation they definitely targeted certain people yeah what, what was their slogan part-time work for full-time pay yeah. so like, when these women talk about their stories it was like they had to be at every event and they had so many calls and they had to sell 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 it sell. was a lot of it was a lot of spending um speaking personally from somebody who's been involved in something similar to this as hey i thought i was making money too <laughs> Wow, you feel like you were... Because they also described this as a cult. Did how, What was your situation like? Uh, so I was actually doing the direct sales of a multi-level marketing. Um, when what, Did you know that it was multi-level? I thought... I, when I first started, when I first started, like day one, I thought I was getting... A, I was just in a sales job. Like Yeah. I, it was just I had a product and I was selling it. Essentially, that's what it was. Yeah. But... Watching the documentary, I couldn't help but see the parallels. Oh, man. But some of the things that they talked about on there really gave me, like, flashbacks, too. Oh, like what? Um, I would say the slogans, definitely. Oh, yeah. Have, so, on the on the documentary, they definitely talk about these mantras that they just say to each other back and <laughs> forth. You know, like, like what you just said. Uh, part-time, part-time pay, part-time work, full-time pay. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that or you have to work it you have to for it to work you have to work yeah it. like it, like all these little slogans that they would text each other and make Ugh. them into hashtags um for our ours since we were doing door-to-door sales they would say one more door <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i swear though but like you would read some of these and i i, I feel like it was a certain point of drinking the Kool-Aid that you would start sending it out to people, you know? Mm-hmm. So you would get a text message like one of these and you'd be like, oh, right. So all my problems are solved by that one text message. <laughs> but then like once you, like they talk about on the documentary how they have, um, the whole point of it is to get more people under you. So yeah. you get paid off of these bonuses. You would send this, these things to people as just a, like I don't have anything else mind, to tell you. A mind manipulation. Yeah, it's like I have no answer for you. Hashtag one more door. <laughs> Hashtag let's get. When this. did you realize it was it, it was like multi level? Um, I would say closer to when I was closer to the end of getting out of it and leaving. That's and that was just like it's, the documentary, it's, right? It's a it's a hard yeah it's a hard thing to know you're in. Yeah. That's exactly what the women in the documentary were saying. The problem, the problem is because a lot of these things, um, they they definitely hit towards, and they talk about on the doc um, that they they hit towards people who are at the end of their line, you know, yeah, who have nothing else, nothing else as far as like they hit rock bottom, and it's like something's got to work, so- and it plays on that because when you watch it, they show all these. All, all these seminars that they did where 
they would just give them these positive slogans and tell them you can do it and you can go and it's just and do whatever you can to make to in, do the investment i mean they said in the in the documentary women were selling breast milk to make five thousand dollars for a starter kit the, the the starting cost up like it was crazy the stuff that they make each other now what the thing that i got into i didn't have to pay anything well, <laughs> I didn't have yeah, to pay right. anything up front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You definitely your pay. Your soul. You know, if, if it's not money up front that you're paying, it's definitely your time. time. Oh, yeah. That you're putting in. These women were working full time. Yeah, it's it's in all senses. You're, you're sacrificing your family. You're sacrificing your relationships with other people. Yeah. Because um, you become so consumed in this thing. But like it's I cultish. Said, you were in a cult. I always used to say you're in a cult. But that's and, and that's what I'm saying though. Like it's hard to know what you're in because I'm not gonna sit here and say it doesn't work for some people. It there has are, to, right? There are people it works for, and depending what you're in, I mean, shoot. I'll be honest. I think the thing I was in it was just completely scamming people. <laughs> The, and that's the problem with when it's one of these things when you say it it works for some people so I you don't want to sit there and just like talk trash about the right. people it worked yeah, yeah. for but when you sit there and think about why it worked for them you're like oh that's shady well the hell. only reason it worked for them is because they're so good at scamming people yeah that's shitty so like I don't know if you uh, out there have, have seen that Leah Remini Oh, the Scientology stuff? Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of crazy how... I bring it up because they bring up the whole Mormon thing with these two. Oh, yeah. They're like 14 kids. Okay, so the couple have 14 kids. Yeah, tell them about it. And um, they gave their children jobs, which Mm. is great. You should... Yeah, family business. However, they had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Well, the Mormons go door to door and recruit people all the time. Yeah, so they were just recruit... They recruited within their own family. So, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a lot of multi-level marketing companies, startups that are like... They they get these... These, um... uh, Resources and these ideas of how to spread their word... From, from the practices that Mormons do to to recruit people, and and it's and it's always like, like it, that's where it's coming from. So there was a part the of company the company I started uh, that I worked for started in Utah. What's so, over there? So the com- <laughs> so the company uh, Lularoe. Yeah, Lularoe. I always feel like I'm saying it wrong. Um, so rumor had it that they would encourage their men because so there was levels. There was retailers, yeah, and then sponsors, and then mentors, and then There's some other shit, right? But like the mentors was making money, right? Yeah. Because you were getting a per, you were getting commission off of people getting uh, the retailers buying merchandise, not based on what they sold based on how much they bought from the actual company. So yeah. they were making bank, were making right? Bonuses. So here's what fucking annoyed me is that these women didn't think to say, oh, well, yeah, I'll splurge on something, but like, you know, save the rest of it or, right? Or okay, like so what you're talking pay about off your debt is, and stuff like that. Is how the company, um, the higher ups in the company would encourage people to, to spend, show off the lifestyle to spend their yeah. money in order to make themselves look more successful than yeah. what they were yeah yes 
That that does definitely happen. So these women are going into debt mm-hmm. even more than what they started with. And I was so pissed off. I looked at Manny. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you It's one thing if you splurge, but maybe don't get too new like navigators maybe that wasn't a good idea maybe don't get that house because how the fuck is this sustainable on the documentary they literally have an expert in multi-level marketing yeah and he basically says this is not sustainable there's nothing sustainable about it because eventually everybody in the fucking world is selling the same shit so the problem with a lot of these companies and they do talk about this in the documentary and it's something that um after exiting uh, the one that I was involved with um, that I noticed and I made a big deal about it while I was in there too yeah. is that they t- they they use a lot of funding when it comes to training in the knowledge of the company and the practice of the sale mm-hmm. and the pitch and all that um, same thing with LuLaRoe. They talked about that, how they, they tell you a lot about how to get people to sign up. Yeah. There's not a lot of resources and training when it comes to actually running a business, mm. which they're selling to you. Yeah. They're giving you a business run. They don't train you in about anything taxes, about the business, about running like a business. Like tax, your taxes. Yeah. And... How the to, reason I always think that is weird is because they're also selling you that they're a mar- that they're a reputable company. If they did that, yeah. Well, the, no, that that's this that's what you're buying. Oh, and this is a reputable Row is a reputable company, right? Yeah, it's a reputable company. So why don't they train mm, you in their local business practice? Because they don't fucking because they know don't know. Their and it's spoken practice. about it. I so like it that. so it turns out that their that their kids were running all this shit. And their kids didn't know what they were doing. So, one thing I will say, it's just, it's like sad that people would take advantage. Like, these women were in situations where they needed the extra income. Like, they were stay-at-home moms who needed to make extra money to make ends meet. Single mom. And it's so fucking crazy that it's... These specific MLM businesses, they're not illegal, but man, they got a fucking type that they target. Yeah, they do. Um, at the end, of, you find out that the, they're owed like uh, over $100,000 each person in debt mm-hmm. or more. Divorce, like marriages ruined. Marriages ruined they weren't, the company. Yeah, they weren't seeing um, children. Their children. Funds wiped out. Like, credit cards over credit cards just because they had to keep going afloat yeah it's it's crazy um when a company like that is able to make such an impact and still be allowed to run Mm. because they're still running (laughs) right there's still people i mean they got like a hundred lawsuits against them but Yeah. yeah they're still running um it was so funny. Me and Mary watching this documentary, and there's all these parts about how they would throw like thirty million on a concert or some shit yeah. for the conference. Maybe these seminars. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh my god! Like it was like you were catching PTSD. Just like, like it took you back to. A I always thought place. it was funny when they would advertise something like that because they'd be like, "Oh, you could win a tri- if you do this many sales or whatever, mm-hmm. you could win a trip to Hawaii with all with all the people that also did this many sales." 
Also, by the way, it wasn't always just sales. Also, if you recruit this many people. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, for this. But then I kept thinking to myself, and I would say it out loud. Why the hell do I want to go to Hawaii with you guys? Isn't this work? Oh, my God. Yeah. But, it's a, it's like when you get timeshare, they're like, you want a free trip to Florida. But yeah. you have to sit through a two-hour seminar. And but but that's the thing. So, like, a lot of those those seminars and party cruises and trips to this exotic resort. They have to pay for They have to pay for but they do these things to encourage you to continuously be around only the people that are working mm. in the company. All the time. And, they, yeah. and those things it's are not, mandatory. It's not just those trips. You know, even if it's like laser tag on Thursdays, Ugh. you gotta go. You that. have to be I hate, there. Yo, I hate that. I Monday hate morning that. calls, you gotta be on it. It's like, that. but but see, here's the thing: they they encourage you to be around just the people who are in the work. That way, you don't hear the naysayers. So a cult. It is a cult. Because you yeah. were in a cult. Oh, definitely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They'll talk about it on the dock. You hear? You it heard it first, thing. Rubber Ducky Gang. Many <laughs> exclusive. Oh, we're going. We're gonna go go karting on Thursday. You have to be there. Well, and then it's not fun because you're with people you probably don't like. People that you work with. <laughs> I'm really happy I'm a quitter because I too got caught up. Yeah. And that's when I realized, one, I am not a good salesperson, like at all. Yeah. I cannot sell ice to an Eskimo. <clears throat> okay. And two, I like, instead of just canceling immediately, it was still Mickey payments. Yeah. <laughs> because, and I was like, I need to make this work and I'm going to do this and I'm going to succeed. And it, because what they sold me was this vision of, I can be young yeah. and I can make passive income, but I have to pay this amount every month because it covers this and another. Here's the initial fee. And if I get sign up five people, yeah, then I don't have to pay it. And I'm like, cool. And it had to do with travel. I'm like, oh, this is so great. It's, like It's always that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get make money and move out. And it just wasn't happening. And like, I'm really happy that I'm a quitter, that I yeah. tried it one time. And I think it worked out of pity, but when I tried it again, I chickened out. Like, I couldn't try and sell it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. Crazy. I went to one seminar. I was like, uh, crazy. I remember a while ago when I got out of high school, um, my brothers, uh, me and my older brothers, we we dabbled in this thing that was like energy drinks. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, wait, wait a minute. Do you give us the energy drinks and we sell them? Or do you, do we buy the energy drinks and we're supposed to sell them? And so it was the second one. And so I told them, I don't want to do that because. What if I don't sell it? Because what if I don't sell it? I don't even buy energy drinks myself. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, well, all the things that you usually buy, you should just buy these. So that way you're reinvesting in yourself. But then I'm just buying my own <laughs> energy drinks. It's like a dealer buying their own drugs. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. It's not even the energy drink I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah it's like, it, you know, it targets young people who are trying to make fast money. It's kind of crazy. Look, I'm not here to say that entrepreneurship isn't a thing right this, this thing takes off because people are doing good but the and, expert wait but the expert said yeah it's only good for the people who get in early and i'm also not here to say that buying into a franchise isn't a good thing either that's true if you get if you open up a dunkin donuts you're gonna make money <laughs> yeah 
or, or not apparently. Yeah, and I'm not saying that investing in companies and investing in yourself and putting work right. out. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, all these things. A, a lot of the things that you learn in the in in these companies, if you use it the right way, yes, they are very helpful. I am gonna say though, research the things you put your money yeah. into. Absolutely. Definitely research it. There's no such thing as easy money. Always be wary of people who are always like, we're family, we're family. Because when shit goes down, they're not your family. Yeah. Be, um, like, be be wary of that weird energy. Be, be wary if you're at a, at a business seminar and not a single person brought up the actual <laughs> city guidelines to open up a business. <laughs> Oh my God, this guy! Oh, what what were what would have been some like of the questions nobody, you would have asked? Like nobody's brought up permits. <laughs> nobody's brought up city codes. Why would they need that? They're selling it door to door. You you definitely need a permit to sell things professionally. Interesting. But when the company glosses over that stuff, you should be you should be wary of that. That's crazy. Otherwise, they like uh, any reputable company is gonna want their representative in an area to to be able to speak on their behalf legally if needed. You That's know? so funny. Like otherwise, they're gonna say take off our name tag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a reason that when you go when you leave your job, they don't want you walking around in the uniform. <laughs> It just sucks. It sucks because they, you know, people drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. So just be careful with that, folks. Yeah, but definitely, I'm telling you, watch this documentary. You're going to, it's a four-parter, 45 minutes each, super easy. Amazon Prime video. Uh, Lou La Rich, that's the name of it. Uh, And you want to find out what we're scheming on, you can catch us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. You can find me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, be sure to check out BubbleBathStories.co for some dope merchandise. It's been real, y'all. Bye. Bye.